Chop, can you hear me? Tim? Chop? Nolan J here. Nolan, hey. Well, happy Good Friday. I just want to get that out in the open. Happy we Good Friday. No meat. No meat today. No meat today. Absolutely not. I'm, I had some tuna fish for lunch, and I'll probably have a cheese pizza for dinner. Fantastic. Um, I had some uh, miso soup, you know. Hey, I saw I saw Chrissy homemade. Homemade miso soup, you know. So Has good. he been cooking a lot for you? No, know? I've been doing everything around here. I've been cooking. I've been cleaning. I'm, I'm, I'm painting the kitchen here. I'm, I'm, I'm redoing cabinets. I'm going to do it all. I'm like Tim the Toolman Allen over here right now. So you are legitimately the, the Portuguese man of the house, huh? I am. I'm the, I'm the dominant male, you know. Now, have you gotten used to it? Or, or is this still something that's, that's pretty fresh for you, pretty new? Uh, so it sucks stinks bro let yeah, me tell you yeah. it stinks if i could be rich and just not do any of this that would be the first thing i do i've been taking like hour breaks just to play video games in the middle of everything because it stinks so bad cooking and cleaning and fucking redoing re- renovations everywhere it's it's ridiculous it's so i've ridiculous. always wondered this you know when when adults you know we start getting out to the adult age when you have a house that and you need a re- renovation who's in charge of like deciding that this needs to be done me so, so, so you are doing it to yourself, essentially? Yeah, I'm, I'm calling the shots around here. I mean, we, I mean, we had a discussion what needed to be done, and Chrissy brought it up, and I looked at it, and I said, well, it does need to be done. So then I ended up doing it. That's what happens around here now. Something so what is the actual project? The the project is is we gotta we, we we gotta paint some of the cabinets and then then the, the cabinets have been painted recently but the knobs on the cabinets are from like they're like twenty five years old so we can spend a hundred bucks on new knobs or we can spend eight bucks and I can paint them so I'm out here painting knobs all day spray okay. painting yeah that, that makes more sense that makes more the, so it's a saving of money it's a saving the money issue I'm here okay. priming it and then I'm here putting a putting a putting a glossy coat on it's ridiculous what I have to do over here. It's, yeah. actually, it's unbelievable. I can't even enjoy it. It's, it's 88 degrees and sunny out here, and I'm out here painting knobs. Boy, that does sound nice, though. The pictures down in Florida look unbelievable. It's beautiful. It's, a, it, it, it's, an, amazing, it's an amazing time, and I'm stuck cooking. You know, I'm, I'm cooking Portuguese pasta and making my pasta sauce and, and painting knobs. It's ridiculous. How does your pasta sauce come out? I mean, 10 out of 10. I mean, you know me. I'm a condiments guy. I ain't saying, I'm not saying I'm a good cook, but when it comes to making a condiment for a meal and I consider the pasta sauce I make, it's 10 out of 10. It's absolutely brilliantly done. It, it, yeah. should, it, sh- it should be canned is what it should be. Wow. Do you think that could be a future business idea for you? Absolutely. To, to start selling chopped sauce? Yeah, a ton of farmer's markets down here. I might start, I, I might start selling Nolan J's specialty sauce. Is that what it's going to be called? Is yeah, Nolan, Nolan J's, J's specialty, you know. Is it just a J or is it J-A-Y? It's, it's just the J. It's Nolan okay. J, period, specialty sauce. Specialty sauce. All right. Well, hey, dude, I'm, I'm excited. It sounds like you've had a lot of time to start thinking about some things. I have. Um, I mean, I've only been off of work for really a week. Really, this is the first week I finally and and and, and you know this is I, I I said I'm not going to yell anymore, but I might be yelling a little bit to start this podcast, and then I think I'm going to wind down. But the freaking unemployment issue in Florida here—they couldn't get a website up. They get a secondary website up. That website doesn't work. I finally I've spent five days of nonstop every hour from six a.m. I'd wake up to eleven. Some days I woke up at four a.m. to try to get on and beat it. It wouldn't work. I finally got it to go through today, and hopefully it goes through because I was having issues as it was going. It was going through. They were saying i had five jobs in florida was with the, their records yeah. michelle what are you talking about i just got here i don't have mine didn't jobs. go through i made an error on my application in mass yep and they don't give you a number you have to fill out a claim thing so they call you to fix it oh and people it. have been saying it's gonna be it's two to three weeks before you even get a call yeah and honestly so. i think i don't think i'm gonna have any luck with mine because they're saying that they didn't even recognize my company down here so i mean, it is what it is. <laughs> so, I, mean I'm, I mean 
whatever. I'm waiting for the 1200. I got, I, I had a little bit stored up, but I mean, this whole, this whole process is ridiculous. They, you know, they weren't prepared for this. Yeah. So I know we, I know we started jumping into it, but the people haven't heard from us in a while. And obviously some pretty, pretty drastic life changes. Absolutely. Um, so just a quick update on us. I was let go from my job on March 15th. Um, wow. So I've been staring at the wall. Uh, no purpose in life. Um, drinking every night. Yep. Sad. You know what I mean? I, no sports, no nothing. Just been sad. What, what's your kind of frame of mind been? I know you, you just mentioned you only, you've only been out of work for a week, but how has that week been treating you? I mean, it's been terrible. I mean, a lot of people don't know I was in a very serious car accident. I was traveling from Florida back to Massachusetts to bring my mother and my stepfather back home as well as pick up my girlfriend and my beautiful cat. And um, on the way home, uh, we had uh, a car from South Carolina who had a patch on his front front tire, which is illegal. The tire blew, ran us off the road. My, uh, my stepdad, Mike, did a wonderful job of not going into the trees. It was a very serious car accident. The car was totaled, bruises everywhere. I've had chest pain since. I've had, have you? I, I, I think I have a, a fractured collarbone. People are saying whatever. You know, it was my neck at first, but my collarbone, the pain is still there. The neck has gone away. Um, but the airbags went off and I was shot with plastic and I was actually the first one on the scene making sure everybody was okay. It was, it was, it was, it was quite the experience. I would say I, I was never scared and I should have been scared. So I, like I told you earlier, I think we've had this discussion. I don't know if that's something meaning where I'm happy with my life and if I die, I'm okay. Or it's just, I'm over life. And if I die good, you know, so I guess, I guess that happened. And then, um, the next week, so that week I had just taken a couple of vacation days and then I had found off I was going to be laid off, which I knew was going to happen sooner or later. Writing was on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So then I got laid off and, uh, you know, I've been fighting with unemployment for, for, for about six days now. And, uh, I've been drinking every day. I, I, I think I've drank 14 consecutive days and, um, you know, things aren't going great, but I could, I mean, it could be worse. I'm in a beautiful place, but I mean, Tim, I think we're in the same boat, Tim. I, I, I think things are going terrible. Pretty bad, dude. I, I mean, it's, it's good for us to admit these things because yeah. you always see when, when you'll see, you know, I'm not going to name names, but there are some guys out there that things just clearly are going off when they'll say they're doing good. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Things are going bad. Things are going really bad. Yep. It's just, I, I'm just angry every day. I'm cooped up and I'm fucking angry. Every time I turn on the news, every time I turn on See, the television, I'm angry, bro. See, this is what I did because I was very angry for before when I was still working, I was getting angry about the whole situation. And, you know, I and, and, and I've come to terms where at first I said it's just the flu. I, I, I'm willing to admit it's more than just the flu here. But this is being made. This pandemic is being made into a political issue, which I'm not getting into politics here. All politics, Democrats, Republicans, the Tea Party, they've all butchered this from the start. There it's needs been... to be a reset. There needs to be a revolution. Our government has failed us. We need to clean house. I agree. It's been, it's been an absolute reboot. So now I had to stop watching the news and reading the internet because even the comments on the internet, which always made me mad, it made me even matter because it's, everything is being politicized on an issue that really shouldn't be that political. Besides the stimulus package, let's just, you know, let's just get through this. Why does it got to be? Let's get through point? it. Why does it have to be political? Let's just get through it. It makes the politics look so stupid, doesn't it? Like, I, I why mean, are we making it political? We're pointing fingers at this point. Let's stop pointing fingers and let's just get it done and then worry about pointing fingers, okay? We're pointing exactly fingers right. before we've even gotten through it. It's absolutely ridiculous. So I, I was in the same boat. I, I can't say I'm mad right now. Sure, am, am I bored at times? Yes. Um, uh, there's, there's not much going on. No sports makes me sad, but I wouldn't say I have gotten over the mad because I said, Nolan, Nolan, Jay, you got to stop watching the news because it's being so politicized. It's terrible. 
that's you know that's that's very mature of you to be able to to put it down and, yep. and separate yourself away. I I'm just not there yet. Just I'm so mind numbing. I'm so my my mind is so numb that at least I feel something. Even though yep. I'm getting so angry, at least I'm feeling something. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely, I know what you're saying. Yeah, dude, it's just like with no sports. And, and okay, I, I did want to get into a little bit of the MLB, um, so you can kind of fill me in on what they're talking about. Yep. The last thing I heard was they're pretty much going to do try to make like a biodome in Arizona and and host all the teams away from their families and try playing yep. that way. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like that that sounds like a pipe dream. Now I don't know if the new news that you're going to break to us sounds a little more realistic, like it's going to get done, but. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have any baseball this this season. Yeah, I mean, right now the news that came out, which I'm a little excited about, is they're going to have everybody go back to their spring training facilities so they don't have to leave Florida and Arizona. Now, obviously, Arizona isn't as bad of a hot zone right now as Florida is, but they're right. trying to keep everything isolated. So basically, they'd split it up between the Grapefruit and Cactus League, and, they would, they, and they're going to run the season like that. Now, do I think it's going to start tomorrow? No. They're hoping by mid to end of May, is the, the rumors I heard, while the pandemic's going down, they're going to have the spring training start, and just instead of having everybody traveling nonstop 24-7, because like, you know, the major league schedule is every day. It's every, every day, day you're on the road. Um, they're going to have everybody, uh, whether in Florida or Arizona, so they don't have to leave the state. And then that will that will be the, the World Series will be the Cactus League versus the Grapefruit League, which is an interesting <laughs> idea. It's an interesting <laughs> idea. Now, I'm assuming this is all no fans, right? Like, so is this um, is this pretty much Division Three baseball that we're watching, except, you know, at the professional scale? I won't 100% speak on it because I didn't read anything about that. I just, like I said, this it literally was breaking news probably 45 minutes ago when right. I saw it anyway. Um, I haven't dove deep into it. I would assume no fans, it's, uh, at, at least for the first month or two of the season, no fans. Boy, I'll say this: good for the Red Sox. Yeah, good, good for the Red Sox. Dude. I know no one could ever predict, you know, what was going to happen with yep. the Mookie Betts shit. But boy, Mookie Betts not might not play a single inning in a, in a Dodgers uniform there, huh? Dude, and he's not going to sign. And you know what? Like I said, I said from the beginning, I didn't hate what the Red Sox did. Now, people being mad at their ownership is bringing this trade into it, which is Separate two totally issues. different issues. It's two Separate totally different issues. issues. Sure, could they have maybe gotten more in the trade? Sure. But guess what? It's a rental at this time. They got a young player. Sure, does he have a troubled pass? Yes. But do, does 99% of the people have a troubled pass? Yes, he did not. He was not the one raping the woman. He was not involved in it. I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy because you got to you you read through it. But what he's being accused of is something he didn't even do. So that's my first problem with it. My second problem here is that it's a one-year rental. They're not going to pay them. They got what they got. Jeter Downs is a middle-of-the-road prospect. With They got with it. So they did what they did. I don't hate it, and now it's proven that it's probably going to be a good trade for them. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, for, for better podcast listening, I wish I could disagree with you on this, but I think we've been pretty much on the only two that have been on the same page for this Mookie Betts trade from the start. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just, it was the right thing to do. I, I don't know what, everyone gets so, so sensitive you know what I mean? They get so, like, butthurt over different things. And, and you're going to complain about the ownership. Fine. The ownership's brought you, what, four World Series championships in the last 20 years? That's what, you know what I mean. Like, they're ridiculous. not bad owners. They've made bad moves, but they've brought us four championships. How can you fucking keep bitching and moaning? I mean, at the end of the day, they've made bad moves as far as lining themselves politically with with just how they're trying to manage a team and manage politics, which just can't work. You can't mix the two. And that's what they've tried to do. And that's where they've been unsuccessful. But as far as their ownership, 
You know what I'm saying? They've been fine. Even the political side, people agree with them. So they've been fine with that. But when you mix the two, you have issues. The two sides clash every they time. Clash There's no every way to time. mix it too. And that's the problem. So yeah. whether you're on whether you're on the globe side or against the globe side, it doesn't matter. You're either you're gonna either you're gonna like the Red Sox and you know like the globe, or you're gonna hate the Red Sox and hate the globe. You can't you can't mix the two. You know, it's what tough I'm to saying? mix the two. It does. They don't. They don't collide. It doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't mesh together. Um, but that being said, so I want to move on a little bit here because I was thinking of you the other day. Okay. Now I was reading uh, some articles on the NFL draft. Now you are the best GM I've ever seen. Okay. Yep. I've watched you draft hundreds of maybe even thousands of teams. Yep. Um, I've been in that war room with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, this would be a nightmare for you. Technologically speaking. Oh God. Doing this online, <laughs> no help at home trying to figure out these draft pieces. No one, I, I, the first thing I did when I read this was say, Oh God, thank God Chip didn't get hired yet. You know what I mean? Because that, that you would, you would not be able to select one pick. You would delay the whole draft. I mean, I just this is, and, and, and we're talking about me, uh, you know, I'm 26 years old, but as far as technology, I might as well be 75. You know what I'm saying? I, there's no way I could piece this together. And we're talking a bunch of a, a bunch of GMs who are probably 55, 60 plus. And I don't care what kind of tech guys they have in it. Every tech guy I've ever met in my life is an idiot. They're fucking stupid. They can't figure anything out. This is going to be an absolute disaster. How are they going to make trades? How are they going to announce it? Clicking it back and forth. When you talk about a disaster... This is going to be the biggest disaster I've ever seen in my life. If they were smart, like a lot of people have been talking, they'd break each um, round into a day. So the first round's day one, second round's day two. There's no way they're going to be able to bulk these these rounds in together. It's going to be moving too fast. They need it's going to be moving too fast. They need to give more time on the clock and say day one, which already takes a long. But you're going to have screw the interviews. I know it's their draft day. Figure it out down the road. Take your time with it. Give the teams time and situate yourself so it doesn't look like a shit show. Because I don't see how this isn't going to be an absolute shit show. Because there's going to be there's going to be a team that doesn't get a picking. You know what uh, I mean? Like that's going to happen. They're going to freeze up on their Zoom or whatever, and they're not going to get a pick. And then what? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Is there an auto draft? Like, what, they can't. What penalty, well, typically, you lose your pick if you know what I'm saying. You lose your pick, or you, you whatever it is, you push back a pick, whatever it is. They, they, I saw something about it. They're talking about it. Has that they, happened before? I, it, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. Listen, listen. I know I should be an expert on this. I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not going to make myself look stupid on this, on this podcast, on this world-renowned podcast. But sure. I mean, they just have to give each team plenty of time. Give them ten minutes to make the pick. Everyone knows should know who's coming before, but that's the problem. You don't know. What if a team says, what if you think somebody's going ahead of you and then all of a sudden it switches and then you got to make that quick decision on your feet and you got to do it over technology and submit your pick and do this and do that. Oh my and then God. Get, it's just not going to happen. They need to extend the draft, give it more time, whatever it is. If they only get 15 picks in day one, they only get 15 picks in. That's fine, but they can't rush it, which they're yeah, going to try to do. It up. Yeah, you can't fuck it up. And I do find it interesting seeing how the NFL out of all of the sports leagues is, is, is still kind of running business as usual. You know what I mean? They really haven't acknowledged the, the potential for it to, to face, you know, some difficulties this upcoming fall, which they really might like this. This might be still a big issue for stadium 
uh, you know, fans getting together in stadiums coming in September, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I'm expecting them like to be fun. on the field. I'm expecting them to be on the field, but the fan issue is definitely an issue that is, I, I think, something that you could be seeing, you know, that there there might not be fans in the stands. So it's going to be yeah. interesting. But like I said, I mean, I like that they're still doing the draft because I think how the NFL season set up, it's looking like they should be able to start. So I think you need to get the draft in. I agree with that, but... I think them acting like it's not going to be a big deal and they're just going to run a virtual draft is uh, is uh, is dumb. It's very it is dumb. dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. Uh, that being said, we're going to have something to look forward to. Um, and a nice little segue, I just want to hear your thoughts real quick on WrestleMania. We had WrestleMania oh, wow. last week, and it was two nights. It was very much different. Um, did you enjoy it? What, what was your overall takeaway? was absolutely fantastic. And I have to say, and, and I've been in and out of WWE for the last two years, pop my head in, pop out. And I would say for the last six months, I've really been out. Um, the last three weeks before, I caught up on all probably like four or five pay-per-views to kind of get myself caught up. But I was really impressed with the product they put on, considering no fans. You know, I watched uh, I watched Friday Night SmackDown right before WrestleMania, and Daniel Bryan comes out, and I said, what's going on with this crowd? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, what's going on with this crowd? Like, I was delusional. I totally what forgot there's nobody crowd. there. Nobody there. <laughs> you know? Not one person in attendance. But, but I have to say, WrestleMania was a great product. It was probably only two or three matches that I would say were really bad. And I mean, that the the uh, Bray Wyatt or the whatever you want to call him, the Fiend Funhouse, whatever whatever the name. What was the name of that? The Firefly Funhouse Thank match. You. Thank yeah. you. That was one of the best productions I've seen in WWE probably since my time of being a real fan in the last six or seven years. It was fantastic. Boy, that Absolutely was brilliant, wasn't it? That was brilliant. That was right up our alleys too, kind of how they how that was shot and, and, and seen it throughout the ages and, and Bray getting fucked. When we, we've been saying it for years. Bray's way too good and he always gets fucked, you know? I mean, it's been I mean, it's been six or seven years, you know, that he's just he continuously you think he's having his big push, the taker takes him down. And then the next person takes him. It's just time after time it's happened. But it was good to see him get that big push, especially with a guy like Cena, who, you know, it was great to see Cena and have him at a big match like WrestleMania, but he ain't sticking around. So why yeah. are we gonna push yeah. him when we have a guy that's great and what Bray lost his last two pay-per-views before that? So Unbelievable. What are we doing? Yeah, what it's are a Goldberg. He better go on a run now. He's fantastic. Yeah, he really is. He's special. Listen, I didn't know how I was gonna like the the whole no fan thing. Um and it was a little bizarre right at first. But, dude, I kind of got used to it, and it kind of locked me in a little bit in a, of a different way. You know what I mean? I, yeah. It was tough to explain, but, you know, overall, I don't know if it's because I haven't seen live sports in, in, since God knows when. But I had a really – I had a lot of fun with it. Obviously, the Edge-Randy Orton match was a stinker. Stinker. Um, too long. The, 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 the main event. Oh, my God. People seem to like it, and like I don't, it's not even the result, but just how they did it. It was rushed. I mean, especially when you're not on a live program and you have all that time, it was so rushed. It was yeah, it was dude. It was just finisher, 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 finisher. You know, Brock used yep. to put on matches. I don't know what yep. happened. You know, maybe you look back to that John Cena match. You 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 love to talk about. Uh, back in SummerSlam, that one year. 28, yeah. it was 28 German suplexes. <laughs> suplexes, right? Dude, ever since that day, it's like Brock doesn't put on matches anymore. He does two moves the whole time, you know? It's crazy. But, yeah, so um, that being said, uh, a good WrestleMania weekend. Some bad news from Vince McMahon. Uh, we just learned our XFL, our beloved XFL, done. They're shutting it down. Uh, lasted five games. What was your takeaway of, of the second reboot of, of the XFL? 
I mean, I thought it had a ton of potential. Obviously, they had a serious quarterback issue that was very that was very real after the first week. It became very real that it was, you know, there was two, maybe two good quarterbacks in that league realistically. Yeah. And it was becoming an issue, but I thought the league as a whole, it had good production. It was entertaining. It was fast-paced. I thought the league definitely could have survived for two or three more years at least, you know? At least, and then if yeah, they, you never know at that point if they do get a couple good players. Yeah, know, and, and, play. and and I could see the appeal to the NFL buying into it as more of like a minor league system where right. they kind of are, they're, they're kind of become more a part of it where you keep those guys down there. You got guys who are going to be, you know, the 53rd man on the roster or they can be the first guy, you know, the, the best player down there and they can show what they have to somebody. I, you know, yeah, I not I competition, but a partnership, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I thought they were running it well. Like it's the thing, they never were going to be the NFL, but I thought they could have became something very entertaining during a time of year where there was nothing to really entertain, you know? Exactly right. Yeah. I'm disappointed. So, I mean, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, beyond their control, you know, with this, this Corona, but you knew when, when they, when everything was shutting down, you were like, Oh, you know, they can't keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, dude, if you lose all that revenue coming in, that's it. What was the TV contract they said was the big thing because that that was the I mean they were already going to be losing a ton of money the first three seasons and then when you when these games get canceled and you lose those TV contracts there was yeah. literally no money coming in after that I mean yeah. I was at one of the games the stadium was decently full like I was impressed with it but they weren't making money off the fans they were breaking even were running you know having the game going and the fans in there they broke even there was no money being made right they were making the money off the TV deals and even then they were losing money so to lose those deals. I mean, you're done. You're canceled. Yeah, you're so, done. Uh, you know, so. disappointing. You know, I had fun gambling on it. You never really knew what was going to happen. But, uh, you know, yep. I'm not going to cry about it. We, we keep moving forward. Um, but, you know, excuse me. I just had to take a sip. Um, yeah. So, um, what is your prediction, you know, moving forward here? What's your gut telling you? I know you've been out of the news. I know you've been kind of, yep. you know, isolating yourself. When do you think we can start going back to normal? Well, this week was a very promising week from what, from everything I've read is that uh, still very serious, still a lot of cases, but the death totals have been able to be controlled. And I think they've been able to do a good job with the healthcare systems and everything they've done. So I think this has cut us down where, you know, I went from this is going to be a non-issue to saying I'll be lucky to see anything in September. I think by the end of next month, we'll start seeing some things come back to life. I think by the end of June, we'll see restaurants start opening up. So I'm going to say July 4th weekend will be the big weekend where we really start people. um, The social distancing starts going away a little bit. So I'm setting it at July 4th weekend. Um, With that being said, I don't think we'll have the the fans at sporting events and and concerts and stuff like that, I think is going to be tough. I think that'll be a tough sell. Think that Boy, that might sell, go into next I year. Think, really, that, that might go until there's yeah. a vaccine, really, if you're really thinking about it. Truthfully. So I'm setting it at July 4th where we start seeing um, people start really going back to work and stuff, which is crazy to think that I'm probably going to be out of a job for three months. But I just don't see – even when things open back up, you can't snap a finger and then things you just can't. open back up. You know, it's going to take no. time. So even – so I, I, I'm looking at like – beginning of june you start seeing stuff open back up but we don't think we'll really get back to where we need to be until july 4th oh, weekend god i mean weekend. it's like I, I i just i'm in such a bad mental state it's like how do we how do we do this for two more months you know what i mean like how, how do you just sit here doing nothing bro and that's 
Dude, it's really been a week. It's only been a week for me, man, and I really don't even. Know. Well, you know what's it's just, nice it's, for you that crazy, I, you know? I think I'm going to need to start, you know, taking a, a play out of your playbook, and and that is I saw on Christina's Instagram story uh, maybe a day or two ago, you're just out there fishing. Yeah, just out. And listen, I have the I have the luxury is where I walk ten steps out my backyard. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. I mean, day. there that is a hop, skip, and a and a, a throwaway from from being in that water. Well, that is right yep. in the backyard. How is the fishing? Oh, I got some. I got some turtle issues. To be honest with you, I got some serious turtle issues snappers? out here. With no, they're not snappers. They're just they're just they're just little sun turtles. But I mean, I shouldn't say they're little. They're they're actually pretty good size down here. But typically in here, you know, it's 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 not a very big. It's a little pond is what the best way to put it, and it's like an L shape. But uh, the, the the problem I'm having is is usually you you know you you, you can throw a piece of shit in the water and right. something's gonna bite it. But I got these turtles in, in, in my neck of the woods over here. And when the turtle's around, forget it. You ain't catching a thing. When, when you see no turtles, every cast you'll catch a fish. So I got to start moving. I don't want to move. I just want to walk out my back porch here and have, you know, and right. catch a fish. I don't want a challenge at this point. So, I mean, the fishing's been okay. And I'll tell you what, I can't hook a fish. But when I do, <laughs> Dude, when, I can't hook a fish either. when I do get a bite, I can't, I can't, I can't hook, hook a fish to save my life. I got to <laughs> let that fish swallow my hook. I mean, <laughs> that's the only way. Yeah. So, I mean, I've tried doing that. It spits it out. So now I just, as soon as I get a bite, I yank that thing to the moon. And I don't even got to reel it in. I just rip it into shore. Now, have you been catching fish, though? Like a, a decent amount? Yeah. Is it like sunfish or is it? You get no, bass? we get some bass. It's bass. It's, it's primarily bass in here. I haven't even caught. I have caught sunfish here, but since I've been down here the three months, I've only caught bass. Probably, I mean, I mean, the the biggest one I've caught since in the last three months is a pound and a half. But I've caught, I've caught three, four pounds. Oh, shit. There's some big All ones right. in here, but. But like, but right now we have a huge drought, as some of you might know. A lot of wildfires down here, so the water's a little shrinking up a little bit, and I think it's got the fish a little yeah. off a little bit. So, uh, um, I'm I've only caught a couple pounders, but I mean, fishing, like I said, it's 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 nice to get out there, but it hasn't been great. Like, I'm not a good fisherman, and the fishing itself yeah. hasn't been great. So I was nervous when I did see that picture because I the the first thing, honestly, the first thing I thought of was, wow, that looks peaceful. The second thing I thought of, though was uh, I remember seeing a story a couple of years ago of a little kid um, out at Disney and they were near the pond at Disney yep. and the little girl got snatched up by a gator. You know, I'm nervous about you. It, well, it... well, I have to say, I have to say this and this is, this is a fact on uh, not so in my complex, there is one, two, three, there's four ponds in the front pond. There oh, is a gator God. out there. So we do, we do have a gator in the complex. So, you know, you have to go out when it's sun. You can't go out at dark. In the morning, I wake up. I wake up at 6 a.m. every morning religiously. And when I get out there, I go and sit on my patio, have a coffee, relax, you know, read what I'm going to read. You can see the fish jumping, and I want to get out there. It's but too dangerous. You can't. You can't do it yeah. in the dark. Yeah, it's too dangerous. It's, it's Is dangerous there a possibility a gator could swim into your pond? Uh, like yeah, a thousand Jesus percent. Christ. Yeah. That's what I'm nervous because you were close to the edge. You know what I mean? That, that gator... Yeah. Oh, I'm in the water. Like when I fish, my feet are basically touching the water. So that's why I got to be daytime. You got to be able to have a visual. And the gator up front isn't very big, but then you got like the main road, which is kind of like not the sewers, but it's like the the, the recession. Oh yeah, those are where they're, they're, there's some monsters in there, huh? That's where they sit, but that's that's what connects to these ponds. So they're coming in and oh out all God. day. I mean, we got gators down here, man. Now, I um, I, I did. I saw Anthony wrote a, a thing in, in the group chat. Shout out to Anthony Guard that. There was like 3,500 cars on fire right next door to you. Did you see yeah, that? Right down the Did road, you get right? any whiff of the, the smoke? Like, what, what, what was good with that? 
No, so actually, when I was driving back home, so last week when we were driving, we were in the Fort Myers area. Now, this is before this. You could see smoke coming from the woods. You could smell it. So um, for that fire, I actually wasn't down here back. I wasn't back down here at that point. So I can't speak on it. But uh, the week before, yeah, you can smell the fires and see the fires. We're not in as much of a wooded area because we're closer to the water. But you go inland a little bit to the Everglades, man. There's wildfires left and right. It's a drought. I mean, I've been down here since January. That, it's three days. That's outrageous. The- that's crazy to me. Dude, and when it rains, it's like 20 minutes of a downpour, and that's it. But, I mean, hey, we're about to hit hurricane season, so things are going to change you, real quick. Do you picture yourself so. living down there for the rest of your days, or or do you think you'll come back up north? Like, what what's your feel been? Because, you, you know, you've been down there for damn near four months now. I'll tell you what, it's going to take a lot to get me to go back. I'll say that. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, a, a job can play a big factor. Having children being there, my family, it, you know, might have a factor. But, I mean, everything aside, you know, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave. It's beautiful down here. There's a ton of places to go out, have drinks, you eat, you have food. It's just beautiful. You get out of work, you know, it's 90 degrees. You can go to the beach. It's light out right now. It's light out my to 8 you know. By the time the summer comes around, it's going to be nine, like 9, 9, 30s when the sun goes down here. You have all day. It's just uh, – it's life changing for, for a time anxiety really guy. Great. That sounds almost perfect. Yeah, I mean, my anxiety's been through the roof the last two weeks. I now, so now, you know, uh, uh, Christina's been laughing at me because you know my true, uh, my true autistic colors have come through. In this house, there's some noises, and the cat makes noises, so I now have to sleep with noise canceling <laughs> headphones, like I have issues. <laughs> So every night, every night before I go to bed, I put my little headphones on and I just curl up in a ball and go to bed. What's good, bro? Why? Why is that? I got issues, man. And I think they're just coming to fruition now that I'm like, because before I've always working. I was always, I'm working. I was, I've been working, you know, not that I'm making a lot of money, but I've been working 24 seven for the last, you know, four years. Stop. Stop. I don't remember I you stopping going time. on. Now I got now I got nothing going on and I, every little noise I'm, the the TV's too loud I freak out you know I bug out so I gotta wear noise canceling I got these big old sunny Sony headphones around my head <laughs> is that comfortable or like do they fall off is it just to get to sleep or do you have to wear them all night I've never slept more peacefully <laughs> in my life dude. now if there You're... was just if someone broke in. How good are these headphones? Could you hear that? Or, or I mean, I told Chrissy. I told Chrissy if the fire alarm goes yeah. off, she's gonna wake me up because I'm gone, dude. I can't hear a thing. That's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> I might look into that, dude. Yeah. But uh, so so moving forward, uh, a little bit of a, a passion of ours. Uh, some people know, some people might not if they don't know us so well. MLB the show. Okay, we've loved yep. MLB the show for God since since I've known you. You know, correct. I hate to say this. I hate this MLB The Show. Dude, it's tough. I mean, I've been playing it every day for two hours, and, and I've been using the the, the Me too. That's the, the I've been still week. using them. I mean, here's the thing. The brackets are definitely better hitting than, than just using the buttons. When you use the buttons, I think it's way more chance. It goes by what right. kind of hitter you're hitting with. Uh, I think the brackets are better. But, I mean, hitting against the computer can't is do it. impossible, dude. You can't. Dude, I, so I, I have to play my games. I played on the hardest pitching level, and then I played on rookie hitting because that's the only way I can even get, like, a game where it's competitive. Because if not, it's it swings one way or the other. There's no in-between. Hitting is ridiculously hard. It's, it's impossible. It's, dude, it is, it's so hard, and pitching seems to be the other way. Like, dude, I can, I can go out there and yeah. throw nine pitches, get three Ks, and, and I'm back struggling to hit. Easy, dude. You get people chasing all the time. Like I said, I play in the hardest difficulty level. I'll play nine innings, and you know I'm winning games like three to two. 
and like I'm out there dealing, I'm throwing a game, but I just can't hit on. Yeah, rookies. and I've been trying the Diamond Dynasty with the, with the card, and bro, bro, pay, bro I can't do. I'm the same skill level as these kids, right? But they have all yep. 85 and 85 and up, and I have like 75s. You know what I mean? It just I just can't. But win. Dude, that's what speaks to me that the hitting's impossible is because you know I'll have a team that's overall like a 78, and you play a team that's rated overall an 88. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Nothing. These are close games. Because nobody can hit. It's one mistake. Yeah. It's like I make one mistake, they jump on it, hit a home run, and that's it. But that's all they can mm-hmm. do. It's not like they have a, like, you know, those guys who have those better teams, they obviously are, are playing more on top of it, but they can't nobody hit can hit. Nobody can hit. Dude, it's so like, hard. It's like, it's, it's like when 2K changed the shooting. It's like ridiculous. It's like, you know, you play a video game to have fun. Like, I want it to be real and I want it to be challenging, but at the same time, it's got to be playable. It's a video game. You know, Dude, it's not real right. life. And, and it just breaks my heart. And I don't know if it's because there's no baseball on the TV as well right now. You know what I mean? And it just doesn't feel like baseball season to me, maybe. Um, but, dude, I've just kind of yeah. lost that passion. And it breaks my heart. Dude, I love that game. And it breaks my heart. You know? Dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My cat keeps breaking into my freaking my freaking laundry and lodging himself behind it. And he can't get in there. He's been in and out of timeout. Uh-oh. So, so how is – Yes, Chrissy, you got in there. Again. How is Put the cat transition? He's terrible. He's an awful cat. I hate him. I mean, I absolutely hate his guts. I mean, he's so cute when he's outside on the patio and looking at the animals. But he last two nights ago, he broke in behind my sink. He was behind a wall. I almost had to break. I literally almost had to cut a piece of the wall up to get the cat out. Okay, we're freaking out. We can't find the cat for two hours. We're looking no at the cat shit. in the middle of the night. He has no clue where he is. He's hiding behind it. He's literally in a wall. He was in the wall. It, it, now, I know you'll never say it, but uh, do you miss not having the cat like around? Yeah. Dude, so much. Dude, I hate the cat. I hate the cat with all my heart, dude. He's pissed. This is like the last two nights is the first two good nights of sleep I got because the cat's a menace, dude. He's a menace. In, all day he's fine. And then at 3.30 in the morning, he decides just to cause a problem. It's an awful cat. I dude, every time cat. I see that cat, I can't believe how much bigger he's gotten. That's a – dude, that's a, a beefy cat, yeah, bro. Huge. That cat could fuck some things yeah. up. You let that cat outside, it might kill some birds or something. Oh, dude, I mean, he's a mean guy, too. I mean, he's a, he's a nice guy. I shouldn't say he's mean. He's not mean to me and Chrissy, but, man, when he sees something that he wants to pounce now, on. Now, when Chrissy guy. had the cat by herself, did her and the cat bond more? Because I remember that cat not being very fond of Chrissy. I would definitely say it, they, they when, when they showed up, it, they definitely had bonded more. But, I mean, Chrissy was putting no discipline on that cat, which is part of the issue. I had that cat trained pretty well, and the cat came back untrained. And I could see, you know, just from what Chrissy's been doing, that, I mean, there was no discipline with that cat. So that, so now I have to deal with it. So now I got to be the bad guy, you know, um, you know, smacking the cat or I'm going to smack him on his smack him on his dupa because he's because he's fucking climbing up things and, and he's in he's yeah behind that's walls. you know i i know i i feel like when when you're away from the animal for a while you know you you live with no stress then that, then that animal no comes stress, back in dude. and you love the animal but there's a lot of stress that comes with it, a lot of responsibility yeah crazy but, dude. so so what have your what are your plans moving forward here are you just kind of drinking doing some housework, housework doing drinking? some housework yeah. dude yeah, I mean, dude, I've been drinking way too much. I'm feeling like shit. You know, to be honest with you, I wake up every morning and I feel like shit. Bones feel bad. I mean, I, I mean, it's nice because we got three pools here that are still open. So every morning I get up and I've been going for a swim, kind of getting some exercise in, which that's been nice. But I mean, besides that, we go to the grocery store. I've been going to Lowe's. I've, I've been at Lowe's the last three days. Dude, that is an old man. That's an old man thing to do, bro. <laughs> dude, they know me now. They say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> when I come in, they go, oh, good to see you. 
you know, it's like I'm a regular in there now. But I mean, I, I, I to be honest with you, I don't know. I'm just oh, I watched a uh, recommendation for everybody. Uh, Dave, it's the new little Dicky show on uh, FX. Boy, I was, I was saying, I one see of the best shows on I've Twitter. seen in a really I long see clips time. on Twitter, and I'm like, man, that looks funny. You know, that looks funny, dude. I haven't laughed at any television show or movie like that in a long time. Probably since when I when I and, and I wasn't an original Always Sunny guy. I probably I definitely caught on late. But I haven't laughed at a show that hard since I the first time I oh, watched yeah. Always Sunny. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a watch then, because you know I'm kind yeah, of running much, out of I'm running out of things. Um, That's the problem. I mean, I've only been here a week. Yeah, yeah. So imagine three. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Tiger King yeah. was a nice, a really nice. I now I didn't know you were on Tiger King before it was even a documentary. You listened to the podcast. Uh, oh, yes. So I knew about it. I shouldn't say I listened to the whole thing because I did not listen through. But when I, when I was back home and I was working early mornings and I had podcasts, I was on that podcast probably three months ago and I listened to the first couple of the podcast was OK. So I knew a little bit of the story, but I'll be honest with you. I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was good. It was definitely worth the watch. It was nice to watch. But I mean, I. Hello, I lost you. Yeah, I was on a phone. I, okay. I just received a phone call. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I was gonna say you just went. You went. God, quiet. thank God. But, but what I was saying is that I, you know, I didn't think that the Tiger King Netflix documentary was that good. I thought it was okay. See, I, I did think it was. It was, dude. It's, it's hard to believe that you can buy a tiger for two thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like my little puppy was twenty five hundred. You no, know what I'm absolutely. saying? Like you just buy a tiger. It, it didn't seem like it was in America, but in a very real sense, it seemed like it was. The most American thing I've I ever mean, I'll watched. I'll tell you what. I've watched 20 hours. I'm on the last episode of, of 20 hours of a Vietnam uh, documentary that has blown me away more than the Tiger King has. I mean, I didn't know much about Vietnam. I mean, what? I mean, I recommend that to everybody. It's the Ken Burns one. Boy, network. Vietnam's oh, a dark dude, time sick. in American sick, history. Sick, dude. I had no idea. Oh, my sick. God. Yeah, I might give that a shot. Is yeah, it's on Netflix? Netflix. It's a long haul. I mean, I've been watching it for four days. Well, dude, I got nothing but yeah. time, bro. No, I know, but it's kind of <laughs> you know like I got it's so time. like dark and sick. You kind of got to break it up because I mean, you got to know what up. you're doing. So I watch one episode in the mornings, maybe two, and then that's it. Because it's a lot, man. It's 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 a mouthful. Yeah, dude, maybe that's a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> Just not in the best place right now. Yeah, as exactly. it is. Um, now here's here's our segment we like to do before we before we start wrapping things up. Um, our Tony and Hawk segment. Uh, anything Tony or Hawk. Uh, has said recently that's kind of struck a chord with you or, or, or given you any insight on how I they're mean, doing. Uh, I find it, I find it crazy that Tony is still working. He's still he's, going yeah, in. I mean, I don't understand how he's still going in. They said he was like, I think out of all of us, I think maybe it was right after you, they sent everybody home from work. And then the next week they said, no, you got to come in. I mean, which I don't understand. Just him, dude. I get, I got a picture of him in the office by himself with a mask on. I'm like, what, what, what's yeah, he doing? I didn't. I didn't. I don't understand that that part. I mean, whether he's lying or what or whatever his company is, they literally sent them home for three days and said you're not working at all. And then the next week they said, no, you're coming back in. And not only are you working from home, you got to come into work. I don't understand that philosophy, but I mean, it is what it is. But um, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I've been appalled. I mean, Tony just sent something about his his new idea, and it was. Let me look this up to be exact for you. His next million dollar idea, and I hate to put it out on the internet. This this is one of the craziest thing but I've it's ever heard, so by the way when i read that dude i was like i hate to <laughs> i hate to put saying? it out to the world and the millions of people who are going to download this but it's so bad it's like you can't dealing with it it's i don't even know what it means he says it's a mix of uber and twitch but for working out dude <laughs> but for working out <laughs> what is somebody gonna pick me up and then i'm gonna get live so I, I don't even and then you're gonna get a streamed workout video or something while <laughs> you're in the car i i, I don't 
Did he elaborate on it? Has he texted us back? No, the about only thing he said, this is the this is the text I got. He said it's a mix of Uber and Twitch, but for working out. And nobody said anything. And then he texted again. App. <laughs> <laughs> like we're confused. <laughs> that, that, that that cleared everything up, Tony. Thank you, man. It's unbelievable. But and I oh, mean Hawkeye. I mean. I don't I, know. I hope he's getting. I know he's. I know he's still working, but man, I hope he's getting out of that basement. I know he said he's rollerblading, which I am a rollerblader. I do enjoy rollerblading, but um, solo rollerblading does throw up some red flags for me. If you're going out with friends, I'm okay with it. Solo rollerblading, I have. Hey, you just, you just. This is news to me. I did not. I, I must. Yeah. He, so, so he said he bought rollerblades, um, and I did. <laughs> I did see a picture of him and his friends. And his, he was on a bike at that point, but his friends were rollerblading. So if you're going out rollerblading Stop. with your friends, I could see the appeal to it. But solo rollerblading, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to throw a flag Dude, gonna, that one. Who, who do you call? It's a global <laughs> pandemic, but I feel like I gotta call somebody. Best of times, man. You gotta throw the blades on. So, not one time in my life have I thought, man. You know what would make me feel a lot better? A, a pair of rollerblades, I mean, you know, <laughs> get get out. Blades. I mean, I used to roll I used to play a ton of street hockey. But that being said, do you, I mean, I would never throw in a pair of rollerblades and cruise around my complex. You couldn't pay me to do it, you know. So, do you remember Reno nine one one? I think it was uh, Nick Swartzen, the gay character. I think he was he was on rollerblades all the time. Oh, think, and he was so. dancing on the corners, and then he would, he would start running on the yeah. grass and they'd get him every time. <laughs> So we're, we're going to definitely hey, put that one in the back pocket. I'm, I'm going to really make sure, you know, I'm going to be checking the news out in Western Mass for for a couple weeks here. Make sure Hawk's not getting into trouble uh, rollerblading in the streets yeah, of Westfield. Absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, well, Chop, it was good hearing from you. I'm sure the people are going to be glad to hear we're doing yep. great. Yep. You know? yep. I mean, it's been fun. Uh, it's, been, it's been good doing this. I think maybe, maybe you know, every, few, every four or five days we'll throw another one up at this point. I think it's a good time. You know, nothing else really going on, so. It's therapeutic. Same. For me I too. agree. I mean, it's you been know, 41 really minutes. Is. It's been the best 41 minutes I've had in probably two weeks. You know, it's been great. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you. I, this, this has been really a nice, a nice change of pace. So, uh, you know, I hope people listen. But if they don't, you know, at least we got we got our thoughts and opinions. It isn't about the, the listens uh, right yeah. now. It's about you know, it's about getting through it. Is what it is for us. That's what it is. It's about getting through and doing something we like to do. That's all it is. You know, that's that's a real positive yeah. message. And I take everything I just said about Jeff Hawkenberry really back. <laughs> Okay, because this is a different time that we've an unprecedented time. And and you know what? You just struck a chord with me because it's it's not about listens, it's not about people's opinions. It's about I getting mean our through. download numbers so Jeff, are consistent. We're 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 a consistent powerhouse. We have the same number of downloads every episode we drop. I've never seen anything like it, dude, to be honest with you. That's so pretty, I can tell you right cool. now, I'm not gonna say cool. it for the advertisers. But I'm going to tell you how many downloads we're going to get. I'll text you after because it's the same number every time. So I'm happy with it. <laughs> I'm happy with those numbers. That's awesome. All right, Chop. Well, hey, you know, good luck fishing. Stay, keep an eye out for the Gators. You All know. right. Uh, best of luck working on the house, and uh, we'll be in touch. All right, I'm God sure. bless Nolan J. Out. Talk to you later. All right. Happy, hey, happy, yeah, Easter. happy Easter and happy Good Friday and happy Holy Saturday. We'll talk to you later.